we have arrived at Friday, the most significant day. All of Jesus' ministry was heading towards today, a day on which the whole history of the world pivots and turns. We have been walking with Jesus this week towards this moment, seeing and reflecting on the things he carried, the cross, the crown of thorns on his head, the seamless robe on his back. And now we delve deep into what he took with him to the cross. We are peering into mystery, into the unfathomable love of God. During this reflection, we will be thinking about Jesus carrying all the sins of the world, all the sorrow and all the pain to the cross. As we meditate on this, we will see how his own heart was broken. We will take some time over this, with some space for silence. We will listen to some music and use something to touch and hold. So let's pray as we start this time of reflection. Lord God, our shield and our defender, give to us the light of truth and wisdom through your Spirit, that all our hope may be fixed on you and on your Son, Jesus Christ, once enthroned upon the cross and now reigning with you in glory. In his name we pray. Amen. In this strange time of enforced isolation, what Stephen Cottrell writes about sin is particularly poignant. He says, This is what sin does. It isolates. It divides. It rules. It flourishes in the fertile ground of self-delusion, where every decision begins with me. It is an empire of isolation. It is to dwell in a crowded room and be completely alone. This Good Friday, perhaps more than any other Good Friday, we feel the brokenness of our world. We see the fear on the young doctor's face as she puts on her face mask. We think of the 93-year-old who had no food for days until a volunteer brought her some. We hear about the tenfold increase in calls to the Samaritans from those who can't feed their families. And then our minds go to those brothers and sisters around the world in slums and refugee camps who are fighting daily for survival. And we mourn, we grieve, Let's pause for a moment. Perhaps you would like to pray a simple prayer that God would look with mercy on his world. Sin and sorrow are bound up together. Failure and pain are intertwined. Our lives are complicated knots of hurt 
where one person's hurt causes another one's pain. One terrible thing feeds off another. The abused becomes the bully. The rich become arrogant. The powerful become corrupt. Greed perpetuates poverty. Disappointment turns to bitterness. Grief ends in despair. We exist in a never-ending cycle of deprivation and degradation. And we are overwhelmed. We are overwhelmed by the extent of our world's brokenness, of our own brokenness. We know that somehow we are tainted with it all. We feel the sorrow, but we also feel the shame. We know our own failings, our own pride, our cowardice, our apathy and indifference. We are all too familiar with our ability to turn away and ignore what is in front of us. We are burdened by it. The weight is too much for us to bear. It crushes us. There is only one who can bear this weight. Only one whose arms are strong enough. He sees it all. It is weighed, measured and held. It is understood. Jesus knows what he is carrying to the cross. This is why he came. We are now going to hear a piece of music, Bach's Cello Suite, Cello Suite Number 1 in G Major. If you find it helpful to hold something as you reflect, please find a bowl. Please go and find a bowl that is breakable. It can be glass or pottery or china. And if it is a precious bowl, that has some sentimental value, that's all the better. As we listen to this music, you may like to hold the bowl, hold it in your hands, and think about it being full to the brim. Think about it carrying something within it how carefully it must be held. Think about how precious the bowl is to you. Before the music starts, I will read some very familiar words from Isaiah chapter 53. He was despised and rejected by mankind a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. 
but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Jesus took up our pain. He bore our suffering. Some of you will know that during Holy Week 13 years ago, my twin sister died of cancer. We had just celebrated our 40th birthday. Not all of us, of course, will have lost such a loved one. 
but we all experience loss and pain in our lives. It might be the loss of someone dear to you, or something dear to you. It might be the loss of a time or season that has passed. It might be the loss of never having what you have always longed for. These sorrows can bring us closer to the heart of Jesus. He looks into the face of all that causes us pain and he weeps with sorrow. For our own part in it, he cries out in forgiveness. As he stretches out his arms on the cross, he embraces all of it, drawing its sting into himself. And so we come to the moment of death. Jesus is hanging, dehydrated, gasping his last few agonising breaths. This is the awful truth we see as we watch him. He cannot carry his life any longer. Death rattles in the parched emptiness of his throat and eventually, crying out in thirst, he dies. His heart is broken. For a moment, you might like to imagine smashing the bowl you have in your hands. Imagine throwing it to the ground, seeing it break into many pieces. Feel the sense of loss, of destruction, of irreparable damage. To those who saw it, this was the end. Death is final. The soldiers make sure of it. One of them lifts a spear and pierces his side. And now we glimpse mystery again. Slowly, out of Jesus' broken body, a trickle of blood and some drops of water appear. Jesus is dead, but in this death there are signs of hope. We see what he carried. We see the weight of it. We see what was at the heart of it. At the heart of what he carried is an irrigation and an invitation and a choice. This is where we are refreshed and comforted. This is where there is healing. This is where we are fed and nourished. This is the place where we choose which path to follow. This is the place of love. A love that is stronger than death. And as I look on Jesus... I see something else. I see that above all else, he carried me. And I am so very precious to him. 
I am something beautiful that he made. Something that needs to be restored. I am something he knows can be loved back into completion. I am not too heavy or too broken for him. Somehow, he has picked me up, not just because I have fallen and the way is hard, but he picks me up to take me somewhere. He is carrying me to a new home, a new life, a new reality. He is carrying me to a place where there is no more pain, no more sorrow, no more tears. A place where he is. <laughs>